When I tell people that I was active in 4-H as a kid, they sometimes vainly try to imagine what I must have looked like on a farm feeding cattle. Well, they didn't. For those of you who are not familiar with 4-H, it includes a lot of non-farm activities, such as photography, which is how, as a country boy, I got my first trip on a plane to go see a big city. Now, back in East Tennessee at 4-H camp, we had a dark room where we would spend hours in that somewhat, and these days unknown, mystifying process of being surrounded by pans of chemicals turning negatives into photographs. Taking a photograph with actual film is a different experience than holding up a cell phone. You plan your photograph beforehand. And then you just decide which negatives you want to print, figuring out in your mind what the reverse image will look like when all the blacks are white, all the whites are black, the grays turned into their tonal opposites, and you see the final photograph. More often than you might imagine, you end up being surprised by what you discover, noticing once overlooked details. That's what happens when shades of gray or colors, or metaphorically attitudes, are carefully looked at to see how they might differ from what we initially saw. The church makes use all the time of this negative going to positive image as it seeks to proclaim good news in a world that is way too filled with the opposite. If you were in church last Sunday, you heard the story of the calling of David, a child so unimportant at the beginning of the story that he was not even in the lineup for being named God's anointed. And by the end of the story, he was called ruddy and handsome and ended up being anointed. Then there's that story of Paul in the earliest days of the church who couldn't see anything good in those followers of Jesus, but who had his eyes changed into seeing Jesus' own body in the people around him. And then we have stories much later in the history of the church as on a Saturday in April in 2017 when we lay hands on people and turn them into members of the clergy. The Bible is filled with role reversals in its efforts to point out the power of change. Today's gospel lesson in only four verses has two such reversals. Luke tells servants to get dressed up for their role, tells his disciples they should be like those servants or slaves. It's a change of clothes for someone new on the job. And Luke also tells us the story of a master who will see those servants in such a new way that the master will do extraordinarily unlikely things in response, such as beginning to wait on them. A reversal. Perhaps we can say that delving into the Bible and heading into the church at its best is like going into a dark room with negatives and coming out later with something that looks like the opposite of what we began with. One of the things I ask people who are thinking about ordination is if they can live with the fact that a clerical collar around their neck will fundamentally change how people see them. It even happens to people who, as in our two ordinands today, do not choose early in life to be employed full-time as members of the clergy, but whose ordination will be lived out much later as an adjunct to their very meaningful secular lives. 
Now, here's what I'm asking of those of you who are not being ordained today. Do not make the error of seeing Bob and Bill as being changed into morally superior human beings. That's a false inversion. And the real reason is because it subconsciously states that lay people are morally inferior human beings. But let's face it, we are all simply human beings with various mixtures of better and lower human natures. What you can do, though, is to see Bob and Bill as examples of how God takes the most unexpected of people and circumstances and declares them, in some sense, vital to God's work of reconciliation. That's one reversal. And then there's the issue of how Bob and Bill themselves will look around at those of you who sit in church pews or whom they will more likely look around and see in the days and years to come in this rapidly declining era of church affiliation, the people they will see at the grocery store or at school or on the farm. Are they prepared to see people differently? In some ways, I would say that their education in the Iona program has been like their being in a dark room for three years trying to determine what might be the end result of this experience. And I say the same thing about people who go to seminary for years or about people such as Sandy Beatty who study prior to being sent out as an evangelist or preacher or ultimately and hopefully about anyone who sits in a church pew for 50 years and listens to the words of Scripture and says the words of the liturgy and sings the hymns and the hymnal. We go in with one view of the world and we come out with another. A new picture that shows clearly something beautiful and desirable, details that we might once have missed. I call it being made a mature and thoughtful Christian. One historical view of the church is so hierarchical. There are those Christians looking down on non-Christians. There are members of the clergy ruling over the laity and bishops historically almost literally warding it over their clergy. But Bill and Bob, what I hope for you is that like the master in today's gospel, you stand ready to wait on and to listen to and to provide metaphorical food for those very people the world calls servants or useless or inferior or in the world's darker moments calls slaves. See all such people not as negatives as the world too often does, but as beloved children who have worth. For it's only when we start seeing all people as having worth that this world will become a better place in which to live. We are working for the coming of the kingdom of God. Now my advice to everyone, don't let cell phones and their ease of use send you down the wrong path. Photography is a complicated art. Ask anyone who has spent a lifetime learning how to take photos. A good photographer, as well as a good Christian, starts seeing as others do not. And in our own seeing and understanding, we will help others see things they had never before noticed. 
such as the power of an immigrant's hands or the beauty in the face of the bullied teenager or the worth of the person who always seems to be standing alone at the edge of the picture. This new way of looking at the world is what it means truly to be changed in baptism and truly to be changed in ordination and truly to be changed into the body of Christ. Amen.